This is uh, technically episode one of Corinthian Cowboys. And well, I'm not going to give away what the fuck we just heard there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> today's guest is uh, Tom Christwaffle. Yeah, oh, thank you very much. Dead on pronunciation. <laughs> oh. Oh. I, I, feel, I feel honored. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, not, not once has anybody ever pronounced my name <laughs> correctly on the first try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, in all seriousness, it's uh, Christoffel or Christophel, right? Or am yeah, I yeah, de- depending who you ask. No, you got it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and before I forget to mention it, because um, Lord knows I will. The engine we heard on the pilot episode was a 88 Mercury Marquee, uh, oh, I'm sorry, 88 Mercury, 88 Mercury Grand Marquee Colony Park Wagon. Could you say that again? No, (laughs) I will not. (laughs) Today's episode, we're going to talk about a few fun topics. Uh, I won't spoil them for those who are listening, uh, and we'll get right into the meat of it. So, Tom, tell us, uh... Tell us the the basics so we can steal your information. Um, okay, you want uh, name, date of birth, social? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Mother's maiden name—that's the important one. Yes, right. Everyone always forgets that one. What was your favorite childhood pet? <laughs> Street you grew up on, you know the basics. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> credit card numbers. Yeah. Oh come on! You're talking to me. You think I got credit cards? <laughs> Good luck with that $5 bail on side dairy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm a dirtbag from, originally from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, I moved out to Los Angeles uh, coming up on three years ago. My first car was a 94 Cutlass. Oh. Uh, It was a, yeah, black four-door. It was like 20,000 miles. I bought it from my algebra teacher. It it was, I'm really, I miss that one. That's kind of like the one that got away, but it was also like, piece of shit by the time i was done with it oh my being tom. being like a teenager with my first car like yeah it was expected tom um, i actually I, I don't know if you mentioned it and i wasn't listening um but I sure i might i might as well ask <laughs> no um how how old are you oh i'm 25 oh perfect okay yeah probably should have started with that yeah i'm a 25 year old dirtbag <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, that's let's let's get it real clear. <laughs> so yeah, I, that was my first car. I ended up having you know two five series after that because uh, I was driving Uber over in Chicago, thinking that's what I was going to do when I moved to LA. And after a year of doing that, I it was very clear to me I was not. <laughs> and then in planning the move out to LA, I knew that I wanted an old car. I wanted something that I could work on myself because I didn't want to have to pay for a mechanic. I wanted to learn how to fix stuff myself. All my friends were driving old cars. I had a friend with 76 Cutlass, another friend with like a 1991 F250. It was like everyone had cool shit and I'm like driving this this stinky old Beamer. Funny, funny how that works. That was like the nicest car I ever owned. And it's the one I like least. So that, that gives you a sense of my taste. But uh, I was looking on Craigslist for a while. Ended up finding this. We'll get into this later, I guess. Uh, I ended up finding a 74 Buick. Fix it up. Moved to L.A. with it. And then since then, like, a lot of pieces of shit. 
But <laughs> right now I have I'm trying to think now. I got my 74K20 that I bought in March out of the desert and then just slowly but surely started restoring. And then that's a whole not even restoring. I'm pretty much driving as is like a nasty, I don't even know what, like metallic flake green paint. On Ooh. all on all of the truck, in, including the sockets for the turn signals, except <laughs> except for the passenger door, and the interior was never touched. So the the paint color for that was Grecian bronze. So it's this like bright orange inside with black door panels, and then this hideous green outside. So I kind of love it as it is, and that got impounded this year, and I it, it was a whole nightmare. Ooh. Uh, and then I also have my 82 G10 van, which I'm building out right now uh, to go live in and, and pretty much spend as much as I can of this year just hitting the country and, and camping and, again, Shit. being a dirtbag. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hold, hold on. Yeah. Now, now here's, here's the big question. Well, two questions. One, mm-hmm. are, you, are you bringing your lady? Wow. Getting, getting real, yeah. real <laughs> intimate there. Hold on. It leads uh, into the second question. <laughs> Okay. He's got to know if he needs to free up his plans or not to be there, you know? <laughs> uh, Dan's like, so when are you picking me up? <laughs> uh, for portions of it, yes. Uh, I mean, I'm staying around Southern California as like a home base because I don't want to freeze my ass off. Right. But uh, like I have a solo trip planned up the coast, but her and I have already been talking about like San Francisco and we've been up to Yosemite and all that this year even without it so there will be trips intended with that in mind but okay so for different purposes so there'll be times where you're just alone which means there's room for me to squeeze in bed with you right yeah exactly right, you're, right. you're just what a few hours away yeah yeah no <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, no big <laughs> i and i i don't mean to give you this proposition right here right now but okay do you want to just mo- buy my van that's already set up for that Man, you're putting me on the spot. I am. I am. I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know if I don't ask now, I'm going to forget later. Well, I don't know if you remember. I asked you about your van. You asked me a, a when, while ago. Yeah, you you asked me about the the gray one though, right? When I had the gray Barchetta. I think so. I know. I had seen you put in in Malaysia Motors that you picked up another van, and then I was like scouting forever. Oh, trying okay. to find one and then you're like oh i just sold it you had just sold one of your vans yeah i talked to you yeah i sold yeah i sold my my 88 ford but yeah now i have a 76 ford already done up bed cabinets toilet the whole the works built-in kitchen oh, you son of a bitch you if you want it i am getting rid of it and give me the illuminators off of that fucking thing fuck off tom, fuck you tom I, tom i will gladly sell it to you well, you're putting me on the spot here. I am. I'll let you think about it, but... Yeah, let me... Uh, uh, yeah, we won't... Let's... I don't even want to get into price on, on the podcast, because I, I, drive, I drive hard bargains here. Uh, <laughs> do, do I get the, the guest discount? Is this one of those, like... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sell, sell to me for a dollar, you know? Fuck. A, a dollar you in the, the fir- spot with that. A, you threw me off there. A, a dollar in the firmest handshake is what I demand. <laughs> you know what? I I have requested firm handshakes selling cars before. Like up up until this year, it was like, all right, shake on it. And I don't uh, know if I'd trust a motherfucker who wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, my problem is, 
I don't mean to derail this whole fucking conversation, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I bought I bought this van uh, July of 2019. Mm-hmm. Already done up. I haven't used it once. I haven't fucking used it once. Really? To, to go camping or anything? Yeah. So it's just sitting. I mean, I drive it on the weekends. Don't get me wrong, but as far as camping wise, it's not being utilized. So I'm uh I'm I'm going over to creep on on your Facebook as we speak. Uh, yeah, take... I, I got pictures. Um, Dan, but the send me the illuminators. I, Deke, <laughs> they don't work. I don't care. I want them. <laughs> I've looked for them for so long. Yeah, so well, well, fucking is sniped them. Is, is this a parts fan now? What's going no, on here? No, no, no. He wants these fucking... <laughs> all right, all right. Tom, have you ever heard of luminators? Like the, the fog no. lights? They're really cool. They've got these little louvers on them. When you turn the fog lights on... The louvers are like heat activated, so they open up on their own. There's no like motorized action or anything. Kind of cool. It, it's neat. They don't work. Like the, the <laughs> lights come on, but the the louvers just stay up. So I, I fucking worked with this like 55 year old dude who told me about these one time on his lunch break, and I had looked for like a year and a half to try to find him. And I said, "Hey Dan, look at these." He goes, "Oh, cool," and just fucking buys them. Like, you did. <laughs> And I've been pissed at him ever fucking since for it. Oh, God, I did. Oh, my God. I bought him immediately. Oh, that's so fucking mad. Dick. I know I am. Oh, that was fucking funny, Oh, my though. God, that that's funny. That was fucking good. I'm, I'm looking at him right now in this picture of your van. That's Those are, like, hideously beautiful. I, I love them. I have an appreciation for them. I love them. But yeah, I got some pictures of the interior on there, on somewhere on my Facebook as well, my photos. But yeah, it's it's a pretty sweet, eh, pretty sweet like, ride. L- let me before I even get ahead of myself. What would yeah. you? What do you want for it? I don't know. I was gonna list it, like you know, I'm I'm very flexible on the price, mm-hmm. right? And the special, so what's wrong with it? <laughs> well, it just it it could use it could use some spark plugs. That's that's pretty much it. It's running not rough, just sorry, it, it needs a tune-up. What? There was like a hesitation with that. Oh, you were like, uh, oh, it needs. Uh, yeah, spark right, plugs. Yeah, it needs. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say tune-up, but anyway. Um, okay, yeah. The thing is, since I'm in Oregon, right? I'm in. I'm in hippie, pretentious. You know, vegan. Yeah, central. you're in Eugene, right? Yeah, yeah. Not to, not to, you can cut that out. No, no, I don't to... give a shit. <laughs> come, come, fuck me at night. Find, find where I am. No, I, uh, I'm in Eugene, so like I'm in Camp Central, Hike Central. So I was gonna mm-hmm. list it for five and get the best offer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm totally open on price. Okay. Yeah. Well, t- to be, to be very transparent, that's like massively out of my price range oh no and that's that's fine i no no yeah that's yeah. good no that's why i figured i mean i'm like i paid 900 for my van and i probably put in like 400 right now it's all been like an ongoing basis so right but my last expense coming up with that i already have everything to fit out the inside it's pretty much down to just driving it out here and i think tires okay. but yeah my, my if <laughs> no sorry go if on. for some reason you don't sell it and i come up with money in, in the foreseeable future by all means i would love your van because it's way nicer than whatever i'm gonna put together all right cool yeah because i <laughs> i know people people are fucking stupid out here they really are they see oh my god a van with a bed i can live the van life 
So it's like, well, and that's the same you know. thing here. The the and I haven't seen it just in California. I've seen it in Illinois too, where the price of like contractor vans and conversion vans have gone through the roof mm-hmm. in the past few years. And like people, you know, all the the quote van life people. We're doing it with sprinters and the transit vans. Yep. I'm like, whatever, that's fine. I don't, I don't like those. Right. And then all of a sudden, sure. I see like G20 vans and, and Econolines and and caravans for like five, six, ten grand. Yeah, like, yeah. What the? Fuck? Me and Deke, we just saw fucking uh, what was it? Late '80s Dodge for six window van. Yeah. Fucking. Oh my god. It's like god. a, it's like a fifteen hundred van on fifteen hundred dollar van on a good day, and this dude's asking fucking six. Not, mm, and, like, and it's barren on the inside. Like, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. So I'm in fucking uh, Colorado right at the foot of the fucking mountains. And, like, the vans out here are ridiculous, too. It's ridiculous. Oh, I would bet. Yeah. That... Like, uh... So, yeah, I'm, I'm at the point right now where I just, you know, I don't use it for camping. It's just a third vehicle I don't need. I'd rather the money. Yeah, no, so... no, I can definitely appreciate that. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Because my, my goal is I want to sell that in my Oldsmobile, then I can have a cool daily. Oh, that's right. You got like a... It's a 85 uh, Calais, yeah. Damn it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, it's got that nice cream color. Yeah. Oh, my butterscotch beauty. I mm-hmm. love that thing. Yeah. Shit, oh. man. Well, if if you get sick of the hippies and, and I actually <laughs> get myself together... I mean, I would, like I said, I would definitely prefer the build quality of your van compared to whatever... Do you guys know what Menards is? Yeah. Does it sound familiar? Yeah, yep. yeah, whatever hack job Menards build, I'm gonna put together. <laughs> yeah, fucking. I mean, the wor- the most embarrassing thing about my van is the paint. Um, these fucking idiots used house paint. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh my god, it looks good from the picture. Oh yeah, it looks great. It says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> they used fucking house paint, and they paint. And the original color was this gorgeous blue, and they painted white house paint over it because. Oh, it got too hot in the summer. Fuck Jesus. off. That's the dumbest thing I've yep. ever heard. Yep. yep. I mean, I, I use $30 worth of Rust-Oleum to paint my van, but like... <laughs> house paint? Yeah. Dude, it feels like... Oh, when I touch my van, it feels like I'm touching the walls inside my house. Like, Ugh. is it? Well, see, because it's it's converted to be a home, they were thinking, I'm not painting a vehicle, I'm painting a house. <laughs> they, they went to the hardware store, they're like, hey, I need paint. They're like, okay, what are you painting? Like, my house. Oh, my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, no, it was funny because um, the guy I got it from, he used it for better part of five years, I think. And he bought a brand new camper and he just needed the space in his driveway. And he listed it for 500 bucks. And I'm like, oh, that's me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I called him up immediately. He's like, oh, well, I got four people ahead of you. Uh, if they don't show up, you know, you'll be next. And I'm like, okay, well, fuck me. They're going to show up. Fucking three hours later, I'm getting off of work. He calls me back. Yeah, no one showed up. Do you want the van? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, so I fucking hauled ass and man gave him 500 beans. See, I, I love those deals. First of all, I appreciate the use of beans. I, I say that to people <laughs> all the time, and they look at me like an alien. So thank you. <laughs> of course. <laughs> 
but I like I love those deals like that that come up. It was like the same thing with um, with the K twenty. The guy had mm-hmm. it up for I think like twelve to fifteen hundred bucks. I showed up on the first day he listed it, and I think I offered him like I had I was waiting for like a check to come through, so I had like six or seven, and I offered him that, and he's like, ah, it's too low, whatever. The next day I got paid, so I had like I think I had a gram, but I didn't like I was trying to get it as low as I could, and I called him. Told him that I like, you know, had more money and this is the same guy from yesterday. And he said, like, he had someone else who was supposed to come look at it that day. And it was like an hour and a half drive. I fucking shot up there, showed up, offered him 900 on the phone. He said, yeah, took it. And while I was there, he had probably 15 to 20 people calling him. Oh, just about that truck. And I'm like, shit. Like, so. I, I love when those like my mission in life is to buy as many cars as I can for under a grand. That's like that tickets <laughs> me. I really love it. So when you find those deals like that, it's like the best feeling in the world when most uh, you know you're you're competing against these other people and you just manage yeah. to snag it. Most reliable most reliable car I ever bought was under a grand. Fucking eighty nine Volvo seven forty. Oh yeah. But yeah, that's that's the ooh. definition of reliable. I have a similar story about a van. Uh, where I got fucked over in the end. There was this sweet 70s Dodge with a period-correct mural. It was one of those murals where it had a big, like, sand rail dune buggy on the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the wheels for the sand, bug or dune, sand rail or dune buggy were the actual wheels of the van. Like, it was painted so it was, like, the correct oh, wow. size. You ever see those things where it's like, oh, you know, the the van with like the GTO on the side or the challenge yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I remember this story now. Yeah, yeah. So this was uh like a doom buggy on the side and it looked so fucking cool. They were asking uh I think I think they were asking eight hundred bucks for it. And I called That's pretty cheap. Yeah, no, it was oh, it was a fucking steal. They were like an hour and a half away from me. I call them up, I'm like, look, I will be there. I'm I'm on my way like can you sell this to me? And they're like, yeah, 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 you got it. I'm like, perfect. I'm on my way. I'll be there in an hour and a half. Shoot up. I'm about 15 minutes away. They call me. Oh, hey, uh, someone's taking it right now. They came uh, before you. It's like, I told you when I'm going to be there. Like, Yeah, that's, that's come bullshit. On. Yeah, like, I can understand if I didn't follow through, but like, Give me the chance to follow up. Like, I, I told yeah, exactly. you, I'm on if, my way. If you got people, you know, you're setting up time to look at a car. I don't care who's offering before, then you got to respect, yeah. like, a buyer's time. That's and A lot of people don't do that. Uh, yeah, no, it was, it was fucking a little enraging. But anyway, I, we have derailed this into the next fucking <laughs> country. So let's, Tom, please, please continue your, your, your storytelling. <laughs> All right, I'm 25. <laughs> uh, right, so, yeah, so I have, I have the 82 G10 van uh, that I'm converting, whatever. That's that's a journey of its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I have three Honda Goldwings. One of them I got on Craigslist for free in Chicago. While I was visiting family in Chicago, I, always, I don't care where I am. I'm always poking around. And I saw someone was giving away an 82 Goldwing. I'm like, no fucking way. And I went and picked it up, and it was some guy who had started to restore it and gave up. So <laughs> I took on the project, and it was it's like, it's still not running. It's its a nightmare of wiring. He uh, 
had wanted to put in an M unit, which is like, I think it's like a $500 all in one wiring unit that's like Bluetooth star, a lot of bullshit that I, I have no patience for. And, and see, uh, here, here I am being the asshole I am looking up what the fuck a gold wing is. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know what you're talking about at least. I, 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 it's, it's I now know. State bike. It's, yeah. it's, the, it's the midlife crisis, but I don't want to pay for a Harley. <laughs> So I have, I've had three midlife crises. <laughs> oh my god! Um, so, but the, yeah, that was a nice buy. I think it has like seventeen thousand miles on. He spent five hundred bucks rebuilding the car because they have four carbs, four one barrels, um, and they're like notorious for being a pain in the ass. And this guy paid all this money to get them rebuilt. They were still in the packaging. Wow! And I'm like, like I think I, what I remember him saying was his wife just wanted it out of the garage. So I. I preyed on his misfortune and, and took it. And then out in, I think it's called Green Valley. Uh, it's toward Lake Elizabeth. It's like out in the boonies a little bit uh, north of LA. I picked up a 76 and a 77 Goldwing, which had been like one of them went on this like extreme trip to Baja California and the dude rode it to like Central America and shit. Like, holy shit. Like this, this was the guy's tour bike. He had built his own second gas tank on it and had like all the baggage built up on it and then he died and it was sitting at at his nephew's house forever and this guy had it up on craigslist for or it was on marketplace for like four months and no one was biting on it he had it for 300 bucks so i i went to get it he threw in the 77 for free i got a bunch of parts so that's like jesus christ what yeah i I got really lucky on Uh, more people Uh, need to die yeah, Let's just I've never heard a better statement. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's you know what? That's the campaign going into this year. More people. Need to die. Uh, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Kill the boomers for their cars. <laughs> but seriously, shit. like that's. I'm really curious what's going to happen to these. I'm gonna butcher the term. What is it like? Tin air, brass, brass air cars. Oh, I'll tell you, you know what I'm talking happen. about. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll tell you. Post-war cars. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. I I'll, wonder what's gonna happen with those because the people who really like have a fascination with them are old, and like there's yeah. gonna be this young market coming in and going, "Oh, what the hell is that?" Our, not only um, that, though, I, I think it's a good thing. And hear me out. Our generation, for the most part, doesn't give a fuck about post-war cars they don't or even pre-war cars we don't give a shit talking as a whole so that means one thing when you don't have a market the prices are gonna go down Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah i'll i'll (laughs) I'll get my 59 cadillac sooner than i thought (laughs) Uh, oh man i that's i i cannot wait for that to happen i know of a guy who i have to keep under wraps until i get my car from him but uh there's a man i know who has his own private junkyard full of nothing but cars oh. from about 1939 Holy through shit. 1978 i don't think he has anything newer than 78 wait, wait you could blindfold us and throw us in the back seat we won't tell just bring All us right. there. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the dude said he was getting ready to retire and, and is going to be he's selling whole cars oh, and, man. and oh. was like getting ready to part with these. And oh, my God, like you would die over the things I saw. And I went in there to get just a part. And what I saw in there was like astounding. So oh. I'm trying. I, I don't have a garage. I'm 
I'm an asshole shade tree mechanic. Me too. Uh, so the neighbors love me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, you know, it's tough. And like after getting the truck impounded, I, I never have any real desire to park anything on the street ever again. Yeah. Uh, so that's um, like the big mission is to get a dedicated space for my garbage. <laughs> I had a very bad experience with impounding shit oh, uh, last even, year. Don't even bring um, this up to me. So I had this fucking 77 caddy. I'm sure you saw it in the pictures. Yeah. Um. So I originally lived in Ohio and I moved out to Colorado. And so I paid the shipping company to ship my caddy. They went and picked it up. And I was like, my grandma, it was at my grandma's house in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And so I was on the phone with her, like listening to her. Like she was telling me, you know, he's getting it on the trailer now. He, she was, he was getting it up on there. And I just like heard her gasp. And I was like, what happened? The motherfucker like drove my car off the front of the fucking, the rack of the fucking thing. I'm, I'll send a picture here in the discord. Yeah. He like drove it over the front of the car hauler. Yeah. I got to see this now. Yeah. Yeah. How do I get to the chat in here? I'm. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And like, so I'm out here in Colorado and shit, and they actually had the fucking. They got like a, a fucking crane to pick the thing up and put it back on the truck. I didn't get compensated at all for my fucking car getting fucked up. And uh, like, I've the fucking dude dropped the car off and shit, and I said, "Hey man, I gotta put in like an insurance claim with your company for this shit. This isn't fucking cool." And he's like, "Oh, well, I guess I'll just take." I'll fucking take back the money from the crane company, then you can pay the $800 crane bill. Essentially, just like fucking threatening me and shit. Yeah. To not put it in. And so the fuck, my car is just like a piece of shit now. Like it was running and driving fine, and now it's got fucking brake lines ripped out. There's fucking uh, brake lines like it's like leaking and shit under the motor and everything. I couldn't get to it. Um, the gas tank was punctured. They ripped the exhaust clean off. Um, and it was fucking sitting out here and I was just trying to get the money together and shit. Cause I didn't have a job trying to fix it. And mm-hmm. the, uh, state patrol came by and tagged it as uh, abandoned. And I call them up and I'm like, Hey dude, this isn't abandoned. You no, know, I it's, I live here. It's my car. It moves. It's just, it doesn't have any brakes. I got to find a place to do it and get the money for it. I'm like, oh, okay. So uh, your your plates are expired. So as long as you get those, you know, it'll be okay. So I'm like, okay. I pay for the the, uh, the tags in Ohio and have them mailed out here to me. And I put Mm -hmm. a sign in the window. I said, hey, I got the registration ordered. It will be here on this day. And they tagged it again saying they were going to fucking tow it 8 a.m. the next day if I didn't get it out of there. So I had to scrap it for 200 bucks. And then three days oh. later, I saw it on Marketplace for two grand, and I haven't oh seen it since. God, dude. You're going to make me throw up. Ties my dick in a knot and brings my piss to an absolute boil every time I think about it. That hurt my fucking stomach. That's. I don't like to fucking oh, like man. even think about it because, like, I'm a man, but I'll admit that I cried over that car. Cause, I like, would too. Oh my god, I, I love that thing. I, I cried over my. Uh, I cried over the van, Great Barchetta. Oh, fuck. fuck, dude. I, I was so sick to my stomach the day that they fucking I I took two hundred bucks for it. I didn't even look at it the day they came and took they came and got it. I took one look at it before they even came, and then I just went in the house and couldn't bear to go outside to look at the spot. Oh that, yeah, fuck that, that hurts. Fuck that. Fucking terrible. Like I, I hope that car comes back to you. you oh know? dude, I've 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 been I look for it all the time on Facebook trying to find it, but like the frame was rusted out and shit really bad. I I, I hope they just scrapped it and got it out of its misery. I keep telling him. Don't buy anything with fucking rust problems. Just buy something on the coast, on the west coast. Well, no, it 
because it yeah. wasn't bad when I bought it in Ohio. When I, I looked under it, and it was really solid. But when I moved out to Colorado, it didn't move from my grandma's house, and it was sitting on grass. So it fucking mm. rotted. Delicious. Because, yeah, I told my dad, I'm like, hey, get this thing over to the house and put it on the, in the street. And he's like, okay, I'll do it eventually. And it never happened. But I don't know. It's just, oh, I hate looking at those pictures. Yeah, oh, that's tough. I gotta get him out of here. I can't even look at him. <laughs> Wait, no, I, I don't, send them to me oh. because I need. I'm including. I have to include them in the links. That's supplemental material. Yeah. Oh man. Send, send them directly uh, to me, Deke. Oh, yeah. and if you have the newspaper clipping, send that to me too. Yeah, I got the newspaper. So I had a fucking uh, my first caddy was a '79 two door Deville, mm-hmm. and I they had a cruise in, in in my hometown in Ohio, and they took a picture, and I was right on the front page with my car oh, and so i'm like ass. oh it's the second time i got caddy in the fucking paper on the front page but not in a good way <laughs> um, what was the first time <laughs> just just the cruise in they were taking pictures yeah. of the cruise and then the second time when they had a picture of my caddy on with the fucking crane oh right? I, oh, yeah i see, I yeah. see. yeah 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 Shit. Uh, so, so that, tom make yes. make me and deke jealous tell us about the buick yeah, it's, oh, yes. it's funny. Uh, you came into that because I was I was just thinking about that car at the end of that story. Because I yeah, go on. Sorry. I'm no, no, no. Go, go ahead. No, go I'm being ahead. an Pardon asshole, interrupting. No, I got. I have nothing. <laughs> By all means. That is, if if anything was to ever be more my car, it, it would be that. It came out of Battle Creek, Michigan, and if you're familiar, that's where Kellogg's is headquartered. Uh, okay. What what year was the Buick again? It was um... it was a nineteen seventy four Buick Apollo, four door, grandma tan with a tan interior and a straight six three fifty trans. Uh, so when I was planning to move to California, like I said, I wanted something old, something I could fix myself, and I was poking around on Craigslist for about two months, and it. There were three cars available at the time that I had my eyes on. One was a 76 Cordoba, which was complete and ran and drove. And that was around a grand, I think. Then there was a 68 four-door Olds 98 that had like a trash interior and a cracked windshield. I don't think it ran. And then there was the 74 Apollo, which ran and drove, but... I think the listing said it, you know, whatever needed a tune up. And, uh, shit, where am I going? This is a long story. <laughs> I'm trying to center myself. Uh, so I had been looking for a while and I still had the BMW. And I was, I, I like I said, I knew I wanted an old car. And I guess I was kind of like hesitant to pull the trigger on it. Like it was something I knew I was going to do, but was still having apprehensions about. I remember specifically conversation at Dunkin' Donuts six in the morning with a friend of mine from college and i was showing her the uh the listing for it i'm like yeah i think i want to drive this car to california and she's like just fucking do it i'm like all right and i decided then i was gonna do it i, I ubered like all night the night before like, i called the guy up he was supposed to send more pictures but never did uh all my friends from high school who ended up being my friends beyond uh there were about like seven to eight of us who like saw each other every single day uh they were all mechanics so i was kind of getting there and put on it and like no one had ever heard of an apollo out of our friend group what so, a bu- uh, what i'm sorry i'm sorry what a bunch of fucking losers 
just my yeah, thoughts fuck exactly. Them. Fuck them. Not knowing what an Apollo is. Jesus. I mean, shit, I, I never fucking heard of one in my life. And after looking it up, it was like, oh, it's GM's ex-body. It was... I, I, I hate to even say these words, but this is the common understanding of them, is that, oh, it's like a Nova. And I hate, I hate hearing that. I mean, yeah, I... <laughs> But I don't. I don't blame the general public for thinking, "Oh, it's a Nova," because I mean, you know, Novas were. It might as well fucking be. Yeah, they were. Yeah. You know, during the seventies and the eighties, you know, twenty percent of the cars on the fucking road were essentially Novas. So same yeah. platform. All right. Yeah, I don't blame them. It, it counts. So yeah, I, I'll, I'll get to. I'll get to this. There's. I'll return to this conversation later in the story because it's very relevant and uh borrowing my uncle's trailer using my friend john's mom's nissan armada to tow (laughs) (laughs) and um, i i worked like all night i ended up i think i kept the bmw until i brought it home if i remember correctly anyway worked all night uh pretty much got like half an hour of sleep we drove up to battle creek went to take a look at the thing and uh we agreed on the price of $700 ahead of time because that's all I could scrape up leading up to that day. Uh, and he was like, yeah, I just told my son that was like the bottom dollar I'd take. I'm like, okay, so that's good. We're like on the same page as price. Uh, looking it over, it was pretty rusty underneath, but not anywhere critical. The subframe at the time was solid <laughs> and the door skins had rust, the rockers had really typical spots and someone had slapped on this like massive layer of bondo over the driver's side rear wheel well um but it it ran and drove went into gear fine i took it it had like four garbage tires and i took it for like a it was like some weird compound the guy had like his own storage facility so there were probably about 30 to 40 cars there uh and it turns out the oldsmobile was his that, that 98 with the Craig windshield. And I briefly looked at it, but he was like firm on price and I wasn't dealing with it. So took the Apollo for a test drive and putting it into reverse, it died. Like it had a bad battery too. So he came, jumped it. Uh, and then we pretty much settled on price. The interior was mint. I could not believe how nice it was. And I think the odometer read like 33,000 miles. And I believe they were original because there was nowhere on the pedals. Uh, the interior was like, man, the seat was in great condition. And he had said it came from an abandoned house. Like his friend owned a wrecking company and the car was there. So there was no title, no key. So he ended up uh, getting a new trunk key made, no door key, but he got ignition done and then got a title in the state of Michigan for it. So ended up with that dragged it home i was so excited this was like my first like real old car and <laughs> i was living with my parents at the time they knew i was picking up this car and, and i came home I'm like oh come look at the car and and they go outside <laughs> and my dad just goes okay and that's it and my mom went well it's rustier than than i expected <laughs> So, you know, I was just making mom and dad proud with the car. <laughs> and then from that, was I bought it in September. And between September and December was like my crash course in learning how to work on cars. So I did front wheel bearings. What the hell? I rebuilt the carburetor. And that is the first and only time I will ever rebuild a Rochester Monojet because I, I despise them at this point now. I rebuilt it. It still ran like shit. I did plugs, wires. Uh, it had points, so I did cap and rotor and 
points on that. It had an exhaust leak, so it would gas me out while I was driving because of holes in the trunk that would like come inside. So I got part of the exhaust fixed. Uh, what the hell else? Got new. My friend had a Ford Falcon and had like stock street tires for it and sold them to me for like 50 bucks for a set of four. So I was keeping it pretty low budget. Uh, I had to do the intake manifold. Well, intake exhaust because it's one piece. Whatever. It went went through the whole thing, got it running and driving pretty good. And then I started delivering pizza in it. Around December, it became my daily driver. So oh, right in the heart God. of Midwest winter. Yeah. I would, so, I would order pizza just to see it. I would tell you. Yep. Oh, if my pizza man came up in a fucking Apollo... You bet your ass I'm ordering pizza again. I'd be That's fat it. as fuck, bro, every night. <laughs> I would order pizza twice in one day. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, shit. You should have been in Chicago at that time. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, it was it was so much fun. At the time, my friend had an 86. No, like an 86 or an 89 Caprice. I can't remember off the top of my head. But he was delivering in that, and that was like a rotten piece of shit. Like, that was supposed to be a demo derby car, but the frame was so rusty, the guy didn't want to use it. So him and I were delivering in, in these two cars, which was so fucking funny. But that was to prove it out. I knew I was going to road trip it to California, so I was just going to put the miles on locally. If anything ever happened, i just bring it right home. The pizza place was like a mile from my parents' house. Here's, here's the big um, question. The pizza place, yeah. was it a chain or a little local joint? Oh, it was local. Oh, it's, it makes it even fucking better. God. Yeah, I, you know, I'll, I'll plug it. this. If you're ever in Chicago, go to Dino's Pizza because my, my God, that is the best pizza I've ever had. Dino's. Uh, I was getting fat as fuck working there. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> oh, but, but God. It was, and like... <laughs> Like, it pissed my boss off that I drove that at one point because it was running pretty rich and it just, like, it smelled like straight gas. And I remember one day, <laughs> one day she walked outside and, like, my car was idling and she went, Tom, you're going to kill me with this car. It's gassing me up. Oh, dude. Um, oh I have a God. similar story. I used to have that uh, 73 Eldorado that I had. I used mm. to work at a uh, a factory in Ohio, and they had this big garage roll-up door. And I had my car idling right in the front parking spot right there. And it was when I first got the car, and I had this really bad exhaust leak. Like, the exhaust was all rusted out and shit, so it smoked really bad. And my car was idling. I was getting ready to clock out. And they fucking rolled up this door and just smoked just fucking <laughs> filled the room <laughs> and everyone's like oh kid die and i'm like oh pardon sorry a little, uh, little rich today <laughs> oh that's, oh my god dude so uh, uh, all right now my, now my turn for a quick smoke story yeah, yeah. um fucking so oh. i live um i rent out the guest house at my buddy's property right okay so it's totally separate from the property, from a separate separate entrance, from a separate street. It's like, you know, it's my own house, essentially, it feels like. Whenever I start up the Packard, <laughs> they fucking can smell it from inside their house. Oh. Like, oh my god. They were, they were <laughs> a few months ago, they were on the roof at their house. I'm letting her warm up, and it's fucking freezing out. And it just looks <laughs> a huge fucking cloud of smoke just a- appears above my guest house and they see it on the roof and they're like, oh, I guess Dan's taking the Packard out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your signal. <laughs> I gotta, 
I gotta find this fucking picture. Oh. I have the the smoke screen pictures. Ah, oh, there they are from the Eldorado. That one where it was really cold out and it's just smoking up the whole street. Oh yeah, <laughs> fucking show it, please. Oh. When I would drive the Buick when it had that first exhaust leak, I would show up to like parties at my friend's house and they go, "You smell like a factory." <laughs> <laughs> And me, like, living in the exhaust, I'm like, I don't smell anything. <laughs> you smell like a factory. Jeez. Jesus Oh, my fucking God, Christ. dude, that's a fucking smoke show. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's got, like, the perfect amount of rust for me on that. That is Oh, dude, I gotta beautiful. I'll, I'll find the pictures of the side. Uh, it was really crusty, but I did, like, my first attempt at bodywork ever on that thing, and it turned out all right. Oh, my yeah. God. That's fucking hilarious. I got oh, a beautiful car. <laughs> I miss her. Paid a thousand bucks for it. Fuck, I'd rather have driven that here. Shit. <laughs> oh, dude, it was amazing. 500 with the front wheel drive. Oh, it was so fucking amazing. The interior was cherry. I got so oh, far God. back to find that fucking thing on my Instagram. But, all right. So, so what, what happened to the Buick? What, what? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, where was it going with this? Yeah. So, power steering and the charging system failed. In the middle, it was like Christmas Eve, and I was working, and it was like the last delivery of the night. And and my poor, there were like we'll call them like four bosses who worked there because it was a family-owned place. And the other boss like was stuck there like three extra hours while my dad, my brother came to flat, tell me home. <laughs> it felt so bad, but I ended up fixing it, recovering from it. It got rustier over that winter, and then I drove it between then and spring till I was you know saved up enough to move and then i took it on pretty much almost all back roads out to california so i I followed this is my second time on on route 66 so i followed that i took a little more highway in illinois because fuck it i wanted to get the hell out of there um but it was all like back roads in missouri oklahoma texas new mexico arizona just like hitting old 66 driving through these little towns uh, I got to drive on this abandoned stretch of Oklahoma, that, like of old 66 that like no one had driven on in probably like 30 years. And it was like full of dead trees and shit. It was one of the most iconic moments I've ever had. And everyone, the whole time I was getting the car ready to go, I was like, that car is not going to make it. Blah, you know, all the fucking naysayers. And my friend Marty was pushing me the whole time. Like, nah, nah, it'll be fine. You'll get there. The second I crossed the border into California, I called them like, man, fuck them. I made it. So I was so happy. Went to Santa Monica, did my whole fucking end of 66 thing there. Uh, and then I daily drove the car out here for about a year, I'll say. I ended up picking up a motorcycle, uh, 87 Honda Shadow, that I started commuting on because uh, I drove about, depending on traffic, it was anywhere from like 40 minutes to an hour and a half each way every day. Uh, and it was just killing me doing doing that in the Buick because I had no AC. The heat worked Ooh. great, but I had no AC and I was dying out here. Uh, so I bought the bike, was commuting with that. And then a friend of mine's dad had helped me work on the Buick in the early stages of it. And there was an exhaust leak coming from the donut that goes inside of the flange up front. And I knew about it. And he's like, I ah, don't touch it. Don't worry about it. So I left it. And by the time I had put the miles on it out here, it was like getting intense. Like there were holes in the floor and oh, I, I could fucking smell this coming up. So I took it to an exhaust 
shop out here then <clears throat> like guy did decent work and uh he went well originally did decent work but when he worked on the buick it really fucked me over uh he went to pull the bolts out from the manifold and two out of three of them broke in there so i ended up ordering a new well I had to order a new exhaust manifold, but I drove the thing for probably three, four months with wide open exhaust because I just couldn't afford to get it fixed. And it was the only car I had. I was like mortified of this thing. It was fucking loud. It was smelly. It was like gassing me out. (laughs) And opening the window made it worse. Like I thought it would help to get fresh air, but it pulled more fumes in. So I, I'm oh, like, man. the amount of brain damage I have from driving that car, I, I can't even fathom. Like, I would get, like, dizzy and, like, sick and sleep for, like, 12 hours. After <laughs> and I'm like, man, why do I feel like shit all the time? Like, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, th- that's not even, like, the, like... I had the exhaust partway done. Like he had started to take things apart and I needed to drive it to Long Beach, which is like roughly an hour away. And, uh, oh my fucking God. Like the stories that came out of this car, he had tied up the pipe with like a piece of wire and the suspension was getting so bad on this car. Like the leaves were done. The fucking shocks in the front were so bad. It, it like, it was fucked. So this thing was maybe like four or five inches off the ground. And uh, I was driving it through downtown LA and the street has a lot of like pits through there going on on Interstate 5 South. And every dip I was hitting would knock the exhaust pipe up into the linkage for the transmission and shove it into neutral. Shut so I'd be the going fuck along just, up! Yeah, um, it was so bad. I was going, whoa, and all of a sudden, whoa, I'd like stop moving the doorway. I'm like, I got like one hand on the shifter and like the other holding the wheel for dear life, just trying to keep what this thing straight. the fuck? So it ended up becoming this like fiasco. I cut out like a seven foot section of exhaust pipe in the parking lot of a Sears in Southgate at 10 o'clock at night. I had to, I had to like use the last of my $40 to buy a Sawzall from Walmart. My friend picks me up, drove me to In-N-Out. Actually, no, no, no. Another friend called me an Uber to In-N-Out where I could charge the battery. I had to go in and ask to charge the fucking battery and ate my sad ass hamburgers. Another friend came and picked me up, drove me over to the car, and I, I sawed it out. Because I originally went into Sears and bought a handsaw, and that shit was that was so fucking dumb. That shit was so tough that it like it, it, I couldn't fucking cut it out. And and this this ties in to more. So I cut out this big section of exhaust pipe, and and God bless my karma. I, I left that night, like stuffed the exhaust into the car. Ended up finding this like massive pile of garbage in the middle of downtown LA and just tossed it on there. Like, someone Jesus. will scrap it. And, and like I, said, I, I drove that for a few months after that. And, and about a week after that incident, because this was like right before my birthday, this was like a week before my, this was early November, I had booked, I don't act anymore, so I'm just going to clarify that's not my career. <laughs> but uh, I had booked this acting job in san francisco which we'll talk about that later but uh 
it was like an unpaid thing, but I'm like, screw it. Like it was some guy in Reddit who was funding like a feature film. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll do it. And I got cast as the lead. So I, my choice was to either take the motorcycle, which I had only been riding for like two months, uh, and had to like, I had to bring like clothes and shit for fucking costumes. And I'm like, I ain't doing that. And it was like, I was going to be leaving in the middle of the night because I had to be there at like nine in the morning. So I decided to take the Buick. The battery stopped charging the night before. I had to ride the motorcycle to Walmart to get another one to stuff it in like right before I'm leaving and no exhaust and i start driving the thing up and about three hours no that's not true probably like an hour into driving i was noticing the lights dimming and like i don't know if you've ever driven five up five is like a brutal freeway like the grapevine sucks ass uh like people drive like assholes it's it's tough terrain like there's a lot of elevation climbs and all the fires were going on in california at this time so it's like smoky it's fucking dark shitty driving this goddamn fucking buick (laughs) and and the lights start dimming and it's like dying at a gas station i'm like what the fuck is going on and uh as i found out later if you don't have the belt properly (laughs) tensioned on an inline six, it doesn't matter if it feels tight. If it's not wailed down anytime you're running accessories, the belt's loose and it stops charging the battery. What? And yeah. And I think this thing had like, there was like a pulley out of alignment or like it had been chipped or something because this thing threw belts like every other fucking month. And I never could find out what was wrong with it. But battery stopped charging. It started dying in the middle of a gas station. I'm like, I don't care what happens when i get there i just want to fucking get there and like 40 minutes away i was going to be right on time 40 minutes away from san francisco i pull over on like a little highway to take a leak and i'm like all right i won't shut the car off you know maybe the battery's not charging but i won't shut the car off and it'll be fine and the car made a decision for me and died as i was turning around and some some random kid like 19 years old ended up coming by drove me to a hardware store because the bolt uh that held in the alternator to the power steering bracket it's a really i don't know if you've ever seen them they're weird setups but that bolt snapped as i was tightening it and i think i had a spare belt with me but it fucking threw a belt and ended up missing the gig i'm poisoned from exhaust fumes the whole fucking ride (laughs) i'm like tired as shit because my birthday was the day before and i drank to excess i was like hung over all day I worked, and then at, like, 3 in the morning, I left for San Francisco, and then fucking broke down, like, 40 minutes away. And I was, like, on a mission. I'm like, fuck it. I'm, like, I've never been. I'm going to goddamn San Francisco. I pretty much, I like, told him I couldn't do the gig. Made it up there, fucked around in the city for, like, three hours, which was like, why the fuck did I do that? <laughs> and, and I go to leave, and I had work the next day at, like, I want to say it was, like, 7, 8 in the morning I was supposed to show up and which means i had to be up around six so around eight o'clock at night i leave san francisco start going down five south and i was right by a town called kettleman where the exhaust and like sleep deprivation finally caught up where again as i learned opening the window made it worse (laughs) i had the window open in the middle of the night and like started falling asleep at the wheel and it must have been for like, I don't even know, like 10, 15 seconds. And I wake up hitting the shoulder or like the, you know, the, like the sleep guards they put. With yeah. The, uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The bumps on the shoulder that they're supposed to wake you the fuck yeah. up. They actually work. Um, 
So I, I, I like freak out and I like get back going straight. That like woke me the fuck up. And there's this like dragging that's happening. I feel the car like pulling back. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And uh, I end up like I tear off two of the wheels thinking it was like a brake getting stuck. I found out that the self-adjuster for the rear drum fell out and was like loose in the wheel because when I would brake, it like wasn't working. I'm like, what the? And this happened before. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then I start going again. Before I even start going again, I look underneath. The section of exhaust I didn't cut out, which was this big, like, U-shaped bend that went over the rear axle. And then, so it starts on the driver's side, goes over the rear axle, and then shoots out the passenger side. And that whole section was dragging on the axle. Awesome. Like, it, it, from hitting those bumpers... It knocked the bolt out of the body mount. It was so fucking rusty, it fell apart and was now dragging. I'm like, oh my God. And so so here I am a week later in the same exact situation. Oh my <laughs> and, God. And uh, the Sawzall battery was dead. Triple A wouldn't, like, literally, I was like calling Triple A just so I could charge the sawzall in the truck and they wouldn't do it and so here i am in the middle of fucking nowhere like i think i was like 10 to 20 miles away from like anywhere like any service station nothing so laying down in the gravel i'm like i have that stupid fucking hacksaw with me and i'm like cutting away at this pipe and i got maybe like an eighth of an inch through and like 30 minutes of cutting and i was like poisoned with exhaust i was tired i was losing my mind and I end up taking a crowbar and I start <laughs> wailing. I start wailing on the fucking pipe right at the inlet of the muffler. And it like starts like compressing the pipe in. I'm like, oh my God. So I like beat it to shit. I finally like pull it apart and like like a Neanderthal, I hold the muffler over my head and like throw it on the ground. Like I just like I lost like all <laughs> sense of humanity in that moment. Oh my and God. right as I do that, there's a car coming up the exit oh. that sees me. <laughs> and they just they speed the fuck up and they like oh, never turned man. around. Oh my god. So so I drove the fucking thing home and I'm like, I don't, I don't remember the last two hours of driving. I kept like going in and out. Like I, I, I cannot even, I don't know if you've ever had carbon monoxide poisoning, but it's, it's terrible. No. And like my memory was gone. I couldn't breathe. I was tired. It, <laughs> it, it was so fucking bad. And, uh, I get home at like three in the morning and I like, I set an alarm for six. I'm like, okay, I'll take a three hour nap. (laughs) And I fucking fall down face first in the bed and I wake up and it's like noon and I have 20 missed calls from work. Like, where are you? (laughs) And people people thought I died because I told them I was going to San Francisco and didn't like, I always showed up to work on time. And then they're like, what the fuck happened? So it was just like, that was the beginning of the end for the Buick. And a friend of mine ended up telling me about Malay's Motors and they were having Malay's Days, the car show. Yeah. It's like Long Beach County, I think. I don't mm. remember. It was like El, El, it was El Segundo. And my goal was to drive the Buick there. And I ended up getting a new exhaust manifold, put exhaust on it. And mind you, even I, I told the guy specifically to run it all the way to the back and he dumped it right before the rear axle. So Why? all the holes in the floor. I don't, that's just, he took his own liberties on it. What, what a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, so so to avoid exhaust poisoning, I got new exhaust, but he dumps it right before a massive hole in the floor that you could Fred Flintstone. <laughs> so, I, 
I still got poison. <laughs> I still fucking breathing sauce. But it was like more manageable, so I dealt with it. I would have like taken it, a fucking flex pipe and just rig yep. it up just to the rear. Fuck. That, you see, if if I didn't have carbon monoxide poisoning for four months, I probably would have done that. <laughs> But I, that was such a long-winded story. I'm sorry, but no. like, that was holy shit. Yeah, did, so, so I ended you... up taking it to the car show. That was like my final moment of victory with it, and I drove it. That was like my going out car. So like every weekend, I would take it out, like you know, just fucking cruise it around LA. I felt like a badass. I'd still get exhaust poisoning from it because I would. It wasn't as bad, but I'd get <laughs> home and be like, "Hey, I'm tired." <laughs> So, so you did. You did make it to Malay's days. I did. That oh, was fuck. that was like my my crown achievement. I want to go so bad. Car. I want to go it, so bad. It was a blast. I I was like nobody nobody out here believed that a car could rust like that until they saw the Buick. <laughs> like pe- people were looking underneath, going, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, no, it's unheard of out here. Yeah, it is. It's ridiculous. Now, hold on. So, so what? What what made you get rid of it? Like, what what's the story of you getting rid of it? Uh, you know, it's funny because I had a dream. I still had it last night, and I was so happy. Oh, um, fuck. yeah. It between I ended up doing shocks on the car, which made a difference. But the front end was so fucking rusty and so beat that the camber of the wheels was off. So I was getting uneven Ooh. wear on the inside. So I was it was like eating tires. So that was happening. The rear leafs were bad, so the whole back end was sagging just low. Like, I would get in the car and the thing would drop. It never ran right, and it's because I had a fucking one barrel on it. Like, it it ran and drove pretty decent, but always had this shaky-ass idle. I can, like, no matter what I did, it wouldn't fix it, which I will blame the one barrel for. The exhaust poisoning was still going on. I... (laughs) What was I doing? I don't think I was moving it. I was still driving it around. I still had it. And then I ended up buying like a 98 Olds 88 that I was dailying. Uh, and that was also like one of my cheap cars. That was like 300 bucks, I think. Uh, but I was just getting fucking sick of the Buick. And it, it was kind of, I was at a crossroads where this car had a lot of sentimental value, but was absolutely worthless. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, man, I, I should probably just get something. Like after working, on the olds too and like seeing what rust free cars are like i don't think i ever wanted to go back from that um so i i put it up once on craigslist no one was biting on it i'm like whatever and then pretty much i came to a point where i was like okay it's it's gotta go it's time you know i want something else i want to move on i was starting to want a truck at that time uh so i put it up for i think like 800 bucks and uh a few people were interested some guy wanted it as a parts car for a nova probably realized there were you know very few parts <laughs> that you could say um and it, it was so bad like the subframe had holes in it by that point uh the rocker on the driver's side was completely gone uh i drove to the beach a lot and it was always like fucking falling apart there i had a hole in my door it, it had just kind of been, it was time. And I was, I really, honestly, I was just tired of the exhaust poisoning. For my health, I think I finally made a decision that I, I wouldn't want to drive it. This is the funniest uh, fucking, I don't think <laughs> I know of a better fucking car story. It, Holy shit. Yeah. 
so I ended up selling it to this dude who he was really interested in whether or not I had a California title. I guess there's some kind of buyback program here. And I, yeah, yeah, they got some bullshit. He, yeah, so he he parted the thing out like he runs a shop. So I was like happy to know that. I was hoping it would go to someone who would kind of carry it on, but I figured it would be a parts car at that point. But I reached out to I sold it to them for like seven eight hundred bucks and yeah i was happy with that and it was enough to move me forward and kind of sell my piece with it but like the tires were getting fucking shitty at that point and uh i think he had to drive like 40 minutes or something and he's like is it good on the freeway i'm like i wouldn't he's like no it'll be fine i'm like all right (laughs) (laughs) so so he took it and What's fucking crazy is, and he's now like one of my best friends out here. Oh, no I ended shit. Up, I ended up, not him, but this other guy. I had seen another 74 Apollo, tan, four-door, driving around the neighborhood where I worked. Oh, and fuck. I ended up, right before I sold the car, I ended up meeting this guy. And he's like a 70-something-year-old man. And that's his daily driver. And him and I are like oh, really man. fucking good friends now. Oh, that's so I'm like, sweet. It still gets to live on. That's got the 350 in it. Like it rips. So I like, I thought that was so like, just for meeting him alone on the road trip, like it was worth having that car. So I, he ended up needing parts for it. Like he was looking for like a new dash or something, whatever it was. And I ended up reaching out to the guy who bought it to part it out like three months later. All he had left were like the inner fender wells. Oh, part of everything else out. So I'm like, you know what? If that gave life to other cars, I'm I'm at peace with what happened to it. So the the, the whole journey was like it was a shit show. You know? That's, <laughs> it made that's, me... <laughs> that's hilarious. That is I I can't tell you how fucking funny I find this entire story. <laughs> Honestly, that is fucking hilarious. Holy that that shit. car had charm, man. It. I honestly like. I. I don't think I, I know I, of a car with more character than that. Honestly, holy. It, it was. Shit. It was mine. It, you know, it's, and that's why it was hard at that time. Up until like I'm like it's killing me to par with it because for the longest time I was so hell bent on on keeping that car forever, and and I just kind of reached a point where it was time. You know, I got my kicks out of it. I got the stories, but. I, I definitely miss it, and I really hope I'll get to buy the one off my friend because it's like now we'll just take me right down memory lane. Now here's the thing: if you could go back, would you have kept it, or would you still have gotten rid of it? Probably would have still gotten rid of it because honestly, like in the situation I ended up with now, it, I think it would have held me back from moving into the van, right? Because I have already had so I was lucky enough to finally find like a, a monthly parking place for the truck, but. Had I had that, had I had the motorcycles, had I had all of these fucking cars at the same time, like <laughs> moving moving out of the place I was living at this year would have been that much harder. Finding parking would have been harder. God fucking knows. And like there were so many things ready to break on the Buick that I was just kind of <laughs> like, oh, I, I should mention that thing leaked oil like a sieve too. That, that just, I took the valve cover off to change the the valve cover gasket, which was a mistake because two bolts broke in the head and I ended up having to drill them out to bigger sizes and it 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 never sealed right after that. And that's that's I think that was part of the reason why it threw belts too. It was constantly leaking oil on the belt drive. (laughs) So like given given all the issues of that car, I probably would not want it again. I I cherish the memories. If I had Stupid money. I probably would have done what it deserved, but 
with with how much rot was on it in critical places, it was, like that's the point where I, I couldn't justify keeping it. You know, if it was yeah. a clean, I mean, I like rust. Don't get me wrong, but if it was a clean car, I, I think I definitely would have reconsidered. It, it was a fucking ride. I think the old lady that owned that like haunted it because that's great. fuck, I I got so mad at that car so many times. I threw jumper cables at it. I fucked <laughs> like. I punched the fucking thing. Like, I got so mad at that car so many times. Oh, my God. That's phenomenal. That really is. And Thanks. I, I, <laughs> I'm so thankful that you were able to come here and tell us this story. Yeah, thanks for having me. I fucking... Like I, like I said, I had so much fun with that car, and it's, it's just fun to talk about, you know? No, absolutely. <laughs> and it, oh, what sucks is I, I, I'm looking at the time now. We're, we're already past an hour. Which is that? Oh, fucking, shit. That flew. So yeah, I can talk. Sorry. No, no, that was everything coming out of your mouth was and pure entertainment. Don't be sorry. That's exactly <laughs> what I wanted to hear. Um, yes, exploit me. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna have to um, skip a few topics just because I, I don't mm. want this running too long. Let's let's jump to the Craigslist corner and, and we'll call it. But oh my god, what you're gonna need to send me any pictures worth seeing of this Buick. Oh, I I got plenty. Perfect. I I have plenty. I actually have photos of the broken exhaust pieces as well. Yeah, (laughs) I'm gonna fill up an album and throw it in the link of this podcast. Like, please do. Oh, this is gonna (laughs) be as someone who like loves cars and shit. It's really nice to hear somebody else having as much fun and enjoyment out of a car. And, like, feeling that it's alive as much as, like, I felt with some of my cars and, and shit. And see, here's the thing. You know, you look. You can look back on this and got you, you had such a good time with the absolute absurdity that that Buick was, <laughs> right? And I know there yeah. are plenty of people who would only look at your story with frustration, you know? Yeah. Like, to me, I don't know. Stories like this, experiences like that, it's all part of, you know bullshitting with a classic car especially the triumphs in the end yeah yeah and that's like those are the best moments when Mm -hmm. like even if it's something as simple as like something's broken or whatever it's not running right like finding the solution to that there's like it's like a puzzle and there's so much joy in that but yeah yeah. like especially like you could say whatever the hell you wanted about like i fucking what's the word i'm looking for shit (laughs) there it goes Anyway, I, I pretty much like shoved it in the face of all the people who said the car would never make it to California, and I kept driving it. Yeah, and it—that was the thing with it. It always made it home. I don't think I ever had that car towed once. Wow, it always made it home under its own power, which was like, except for the one time on Christmas Eve. But, <laughs> but that's like that's what I think people got to fucking do with oh, you just buy an old car and go take a road trip with it. Like, yeah. If if you can, it, they're easy. They're easy to learn how to fix. You just gotta fucking take the time to learn. But if like, I'm so vehemently against buying anything new oh, that I couldn't never. fix myself because I don't like. I've had to have this truck towed. Well, except for the impound, I got it towed two times just because it's been like it sucks. And like, I <laughs> always want to be able to move shit under its own power and be like, no, I'll fucking get it. Like, there's just something to be said about being able to fix something. And, like, the quick fixes that people come up with. And, like, you know, everyone always talks about the fucking pencil and the choke trick. But, like, shit like that. Like, anything it takes to get it home and and to be able to open a hood and go, I'll take care of it. Like, there's a lot to be said for that. So, 
Uh, oh, like D- Dan and I are trying to put together a road trip. The uh, you watch Roadkill online? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're doing their zip tie drags in Tucson in October. Oh, and no there's shit. there's a guy I'm trying to buy an '89 Firebird from, and Dude. it should be within like two weeks maybe. It's like it's a Formula 350. It's it's like triple black. It's fucking amazing. And like I really just want to get get it. And get it running and drive it all the way down there and have it like video the road trip and have it be like the final episode of season one for this podcast. Oh fuck you! It'd be fucking awesome. Shit, you're getting me inspired to get down now. So do it on my own fucking. Yeah, come can. along. <laughs> Bring fucking the man. Run, I've, I've got a buddy who's got a 68 Cougar who wants to road trip down with us, so we'll have like a convoy going. Oh, fuck yes. If you get like a CB radio or something like that, we'll be fucking set. Hands fucking down, yes. That's like, that was the whole intention with getting the K20. This is going to be like the car hauler. This is what I want to pick up pieces of shit with. I want to tow with my old fucking truck. Yeah. I mean, they're they're going to do like, I assume they're going to do like that $3,000 hoopty challenge so we can put all the pieces of shit in and hopefully fucking not break them. I, oh, fuck God. i i'm gonna say my beans i gotta fucking you're making me want to go now yeah it, it's thank it's you like for that. i think it's uh october <clears throat> what did i say october 1st Something and like 2nd that. the event is okay like that. I, I sent you a friend request on facebook i'll send you the event all right yeah i'll just delete that <laughs> <laughs> Let's, let's start the Craigslist corner. I'm going to throw in my find of the day, and I think we'll all have a nice fucking nut over this. Here it is. Oh, the name's already got me mm-hmm. nothing. Oh. 76 Shh. Dodge Aspen. Oh, and that beautiful oh, bronze. Look at that color. Oh, oh fuck. I love, the, nice. I love the big dent in the door. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, fu- it's fucking gorgeous. Oh, that interior. That's caramel. Uh-huh. That rich yes. Corinthian leather. Oh, that's nice. Oh, it's even the Slant 6. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I mean... I know. What was that? No, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, you know, this thing isn't too far away from me. Um, you know, when I sell the van and the olds, if it's still available in the next few weeks... I'd oh, God, Dan, I will fucking scream. This, I'll be jealous. This might be my new daily. Who knows? I'm going to have to come up there and I'm going to murder you for this thing. It's all right. I'll take it. <laughs> Oh, use this as evidence. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, no, it, it's fucking sweet. Um, this is a beautiful ride. Three K, that ain't bad. Just needs some brake work. And figure you could probably get this for like twenty five hundred. That's like fuck. That has got a sexy rear end. Mm-hmm. What's going on with the the plastic crack around the the trunk lid? Yeah, I don't know. I I see that. It's weird. But I like. You look at the uh, the rear picture. I love that like engraving underneath where it says Dodge right underneath that. That like I don't know what you call that. Oh yeah, that weird yeah that like cowboy boot pattern. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that is? Yeah, it's fucking sweet. Got the nice uh, rubber impact strip on there. I love that it has hubcaps. That is like mm-hmm. no pun intended. That's curb appeal for me. No, for, it is. Uh, <laughs> I have cars. the. Uh... I have the hubcaps from Dan and I's venture Deke. above me on the wall. Deke, shut um, the fuck up. I still have the Buick's hubcaps. I oh, nice. My set. Deke, fuck off. I don't want you to mention those hubcaps un- unless you're giving half of them back to me. I told you I would give you the two on the road trip. Oh, shut up. I think there's some fog lights that needed to be trained for that. Yeah. You- no! Why would you put that idea in his head? Yeah. <laughs> no. 
I'm just trying to mediate here. No, there's no mediation. He's been holding them hostage for three fucking years. <laughs> Fuck. That's a, a friend of mine who moved out here with me. Uh, he lives like an hour away now. He's had my timing light for two years. Oh. And I've been desperately trying to get it back. <laughs> my fucking sister's got my torque wrench in Ohio and she lost it. Doesn't know what happened to it. Good. Oof. Fuck you and your wrench. <laughs> All right, Deke, what's your pick? Show us your Craigslist pick. Oh, all right, here we go. Have yourself a look, gentlemen. I, I will say I am fond of the rust on your Cadillac. I've seen that in the chat. Now, oh, my, it's an Omega. Uh, yes. And it's a four-door. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's fucking nice. It's got the 261. It's got a fucking hitch. <laughs> I didn't even see that. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, damn. I'm happy to see snow around it. I have a fascination with old cars and snow. Mm. There's just something about that pairing. I can can get behind that. Yeah, fuck, dude. And this is a a fair price for this, too, if that mileage is accurate. Yeah. That's insane. The seat looks nice. Pedal doesn't look warm from what I can see. Is that vinyl top on it, too? Uh, It looks like the same kind of top that my, my 77 Caddy had. It's like... It's not like a plush vinyl top. It's just like, it's almost like, you know, like old school wallpaper. It's kind of like that stretched over it in a way. Okay. I don't know. It's weird. It's really thin. So, House paint. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, hmm. What what would you guys say would be a better daily? This or the, the Dodge? Oh, that Omega? Yeah. Dude, buy the Omega. Buy the Omega. Come I feel on. like the Omega has a lot more, like, it has, it has the hitch. <laughs> uh, being a four door is nice because if if you actually have friends, like I don't, you know, you can fuck it. Yeah, yeah come maybe, on, yeah, Dan. It's, it's like right. the Ventura. Come on, I know. It's like close. This would probably get a better fuel economy than the. Dodge, I feel. Right? I feel like I parts almost... would be actually easier. no. That has a slant six. I, I misspoke. But but I feel like parts wise, the the olds would be easier to get parts yes. for. Right, one hundred percent. I can tell you that. right now. Yeah. Being a Mopar guy, I can tell you that yeah. you will have issues finding parts for that fucking Aspen. Oh yeah! Oh, who knows? Maybe I'll maybe maybe I'll be coming out to Colorado for my next yeah. daily. Calling out, pigman. All right. You should snap. That's fucking nice. All right, and um, Tom, you linked yours, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's on Facebook. Uh, yeah, it's not Discord. Okay, I, I can grab it on it? Facebook. It's no big deal. Oh, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the last thing in that chat. Oh man, that thing is so beautiful. Oh, it's even a fucking six cylinder. Oh, it's perfect. Where is this? There it is. I, I just want to put on the record that I had looked into for the van uh four barrel intake conversions with mm-hmm. headers for for these motors. And it's cheaper to buy four barrel intake and headers than it is to buy stock manifolds Whoa. for one barrel. Look at just, sorry. No, I was getting fucking these fucking hubcaps were uh <laughs> phantom sucking me off. God damn. <laughs> Look at those hubcaps. Yeah, those are wacky. I love them. I've never seen those before. Oh. No, those are what the those are like little nipples or something. I don't know yeah, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the fucking it is the Pontiac logo. I just don't know what they're off of. Huh. Shit. That's wacky. That's fucking sweet. Like out of the three, I would probably choose this, but for the yeah. price, I wouldn't justify it. It's it's a yeah. bit steep for my taste. <sighs> the thing is, here's the problem with the price on this one. Four-door, which should, you know, I, I love four-doors, but four-door should bring right. the price down, and it's a six-cylinder. Yeah. This is a three-grand yeah. car all day. Yeah. 
Like, oh, yeah, for the price, I'd rather get the Omega or the Dodge. It's, yeah, I, I do love the, I don't know if that's Houndstooth or Checkered Interior. I think it's, I don't know what kind of pattern it's, it's it is. like Checkered. Yeah, I, I do love the look, like the whole back end of the X body cars. I, I fucking love the way they oh. sculpted that roof line. Mm-hmm. And I think the Pontiac, I don't. The Omega had a pretty cool front end, but I really think the, the Pontiac the just did yes. it best. Yes, the '76 yes. year is mm. the best front end out of every single X body made. That, that has a similar front end to the Aster, doesn't it? They're like yes, yes. yes. They're, it's like a yes. mini Ventura. Yes, yeah, yes. Because I really wanted to get one when I had the Ventura and paint it the exact same way and put little Rally Twos on it, and have it just be a little oh. mini me car. That's funny. Uh you know what? Shit. I know I'm in the market for a new daily soon. Fuck it. I should I go X body or go home? Yes. yes. Alright. That's what it'll be. That's <laughs> decided. Fuck. And here I am really? trying to think I'm trying to think economical, like, hmm, I'll get a diesel Mercedes or no. a fucking Volvo. No, fuck, Dan. No way. Do not get a Mercedes. Oh, fuck. You have any idea how expensive parts will be for that fucking thing? No, eighties no, Mercedes diesels are not that bad. There's a lot around. I, I see they're all almost over the every single day one they're of them. All At least over one the of them every day. Dude, there's this guy that drives around here. He's got this weird like two door Mercedes. It's like I I can't tell what year it is. It's like late eighties, nineties, something like that. But it's like the hood is so long on it and the fucking like the cabin is so far back. It, I don't know what it is. Take a it's, picture. Yeah, when I, when I see it next time, I'll take a picture of it. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Well, I don't know. What it I don't know. It's, it's been a fun hour and a half. I, I, I think we need to call it. Tom, that was a fantastic fucking story. I Absolutely. appreciate that. Thanks. Holy shit. <laughs> It's I, been a pleasure. I love I love people who do like to hear that shit. It's it's a very long story. So. No, that it, it was great. <laughs> I love it. I I can't, I can't wait to fucking post this. This is gonna be great. Uh, Deke, fuck yep. off. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm not trading you the fucking lights for the goddamn hubcaps that you owe me. Oh, fuck you. Fuck, fuck you. I do. That's like one of those cards, I think. Something oh. like that. Huh. Do you mind if I uh, if I plug my garbage? Am I allowed to do that? Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to cut it, but here, do it now. All right. Yeah, we'll do it right quick. I'm uh I have my own series. Check it out. Whoa, it's called uh Tony Banana. Uh, I have about ten episodes out now of various antics with shitty cars. Uh and I'm also I would love for you guys to write whatever you want. I'm doing like an online like a blog now, but I eventually want to like work toward a publication. Uh pretty much just anything car related. Oh, totally. you want to write about um but yeah that's my shit so good luck googling it no 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 <laughs> no 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 i'm i'm better than that i will provide links oh what a guy i know <laughs> i'll tell you I'll, yeah, i'm gonna put this in right before we, we cut this i cannot stand any time i'm watching a video or something and they like you know they feature someone like they, they you know someone throws in their shit and they don't bother linking it at the end News stations do that all the time with, like, charities and shit. They never link the fucking charities in the description or the GoFundies or whatever. Yeah, so how are you expected to do anything about it? Fuck you, news agencies. I I hate the news. (laughs) We're civilized around here. (laughs) That's it. That's it for this episode. It's been fun. Until next time.